Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Why micro workouts work? Many of you are probably asking, Tom, what the heck is a micro workout? Let me read you one of the first answers that comes up when you Google micro workouts, and here it is verbatim. Micro-workouts, also referred to as high-intensity interval training exercises, involve engaging in several sets of short bursts of exercise, followed by a rest period. Usually, sessions last between 10 and 30 minutes in total, including warm-up and cool-down. Not my definition. Not even close. And you are entitled to your own. And this is one. But let me just go through real quickly all the problems I have with that definition of micro-workouts. First of all, it doesn't have to be high-intensity. It's the first sentence. Also referred to as high... No. Why can't a micro-workout be lower-intensity? Why can't it be strength training? Why can't it be flexibility? And secondly, uh, 10 to 30 minutes? 30 minutes? Most people wouldn't consider that a micro-workout. Micro-workout, 30 minutes? Okay. So I disagree. And again, you can have your own... Definition that is perfectly fine. This is a timely topic because a new study just came out and we're going to talk about it real quick. And here is a headline that came out from that study. New U.S. research suggests that any amount of exercise could be effective in lowering the risk of cardiovascular disease for those who are obese or overweight. Wow. New research. Okay. Now, I would argue, again, it's, yes, this may be a new study, but this research is not new. 
And it's actually based on, uh, I'll give you the quick breakdown of the study, but, you know, uh, info that's been out there for a very long time. But that's great news. Great news. Cardiovascular disease. 18 million people almost die each year from cardiovascular disease. Okay? 31% pretty much of all deaths worldwide. In the U.S., it's like 600,000 to 800,000 Americans die from heart disease each year. That's, you know, one in four, one in three, depending on the year. 1,800 a day, roughly. 1,800 a day. And here's the amazing thing that goes along with the amazing finding from this study and, and others that preceded it. At least, according to the CDC, by the way, at least 200,000 of those deaths preventable. And the CDC also reports that 80% of deaths from coronary artery disease can be attributed to preventable factors. So two incredibly great pieces of information coming out of this fit tip. A, that it's that the number one cause of death in the United States is largely preventable. And B, you don't have to do a lot to help prevent it. And that's what the fit tip's about. What is the number one barrier to exercise? Lack of time. One of the first podcasts I did was called Time for That Reason. After this podcast, if you have not listened to that one, listen to that one about time. The number one barrier to exercise. Uh, out the window, thanks to studies like this, and thanks to the new normal of people exercising at home. And I don't want to give away that whole podcast. If you haven't listened to it, you absolutely should. But what you're really saying with the number one barrier to exercise is, I don't have an hour and I don't want to go to the gym. I don't have an hour to work out at the gym because for the most part, it may take me 15, 20, 30 minutes to get there. 30, that's two hours out of my day. Don't have that. And now the research says you don't have to leave the home and you don't have to do an hour. You don't even have to do a half hour. So the study title is this physical activity and risk of cardiovascular disease by weight status among U.S. adults. And this was research, uh, recent research. I should say, May 2020 in PLOS One. Okay, the purpose of the study sought to determine whether the association between physical activity and 10-year cardiovascular disease risk, CVD risk, varies among three different groups, normal weight, overweight, and obese adults in the United States. And it was carried out by researchers at Ohio State, at The Ohio State University, and data was compiled uh, or looked at from the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, 2007 to 2016. They looked at over 22,000 people aged 30 to 64. And physical activity was self-reported, which if you've listened to my podcast, obviously I have an issue with that. But there's a lot of people and, you know, better than, than most studies when you have a group that big. And they were stratified into three groups, people who did no exercise, people who exercise basically one to 149 minutes a week and then 150 minutes or more. And then they were also categorized into body mass index categories. As I said earlier, normal, overweight, and obese. Okay, not surprisingly, the overweight and obese participants were more likely to have a higher risk of developing cardiovascular disease. That's what we would expect, right? Over the next 10 years than those with a normal BMI, with a healthier weight. Here's the great news. They say good news. I say great news. For those who are obese, doing 150 minutes or more of moderate to vigorous exercise each week lowered the risk of CBD, cardiovascular disease, by 50%. And here's the kicker. 
and even exercising for, and they say just, and I say we can't say just, but they say even exercising for just 10 minutes at a time lowered the risk by 34%. And for the overweight participants, doing, blows you away, doing any amount of exercise cut the risk of CVD by 47%. Now, if you're overweight, why would your trainer, fitness person, whatever, say, I want you to go out and do an hour every day. Now, if you can, that's awesome. And, if, and But for most people who are just starting carrying a significant amount of weight, that's a lot to ask. Physically, mentally, everything. Behavioral. So you don't have to. And you should start slowly. And you should build up over time. And, and it's all about excessive moderation, as I talk about. Doing a little bit a lot. Not a lot, a little bit. And this study completely supports that. The conclusion for the study, participation in any level of physical activity is associated with a lower 10-year CVD risk for overweight and obese adults. Any level of physical activity. Now, how many times do we see that article that says, how much exercise is enough? How much works? How much do you need to do? My question to ask that person who wrote that article, is for what? For what? What is your goal? Is it muscular strength? Is that the goal? Is it flexibility? Is it improved mood? Is it core strength? Are you you looking to improve your core strength? Are you working on balance? Because you don't need to do an hour of balance, and you don't need to do an hour, nor should you, of core exercises And you don't need to do an hour of flexibility. You don't need to do an hour of any of those five. And here's the other thing as we wrap this up. Cardiovascular exercise, I would say, needs to be the longest. And when I say needs to be, it's it's just out of all of those, you're going to get incredible results if you work on five minutes of flexibility a couple times a week. If you work on five minutes of core strength. If you work on five minutes of balance, 10 minutes, if you want five to 15, three minutes, it doesn't matter. If you are consistent, you will see enormous results. Cardio, a little bit more. But here's the thing. You are going to break it up. Micro workouts, shorter workouts done throughout the day. That's where success happens. It doesn't happen in the gym. It doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be a half hour consistently. And here's the other thing. If you do go to the gym, as I do, talk about it all the time. Gyms will always be around. They serve a purpose. But when I go to the gym, if I'm doing a full body workout, what am I doing? I'm basically doing four to six micro workouts. In other words, I'm doing five minutes of a warm-up. I'm doing five minutes of upper body. I'm doing five minutes of lower body. I'm doing five minutes of core. I'm doing five minutes of stretching, five to 10. Again, fill in the blanks, but they are micro workouts piled on top of one another. There is nothing that says, and all the research points to the, to the uh, other side that says you have to do them all at once. And when time is the number one barrier to exercise, doing five minutes of flexibility in the evening, doing five minutes of core exercises when you wake up in the morning, spreading it out throughout the day. That is where true success happens. And for the number one cause of death 
to be put into that category now to say five minutes, 10 minutes, because one of the researchers, the lead researcher from this study said, and I've been saying this for years too, because this is not the first study, three 10 minute bouts of exercise, the exact same benefit as one continuous 30 minutes. And I would even go further to say, you are so much more likely to do that three 10 minute that the benefits actually exceed because you're probably not going to do that 30 minute as consistently as breaking it up throughout the day and throughout the week. So what is the goal of your micro workouts? You know, I'm doing arms for five minutes, you know, in my home gym. I'm doing the push-ups throughout the day. I'm working on flexibility all day long as I'm standing here at my standing desk, moving around, stretching things. It's about movement throughout the day. Yes, gyms will always be around. Yes, you can absolutely do your hour-long, two-hour-long workouts if you want. But most people don't want to, don't have the time. And when we can have a significant reduction in the number one cause of death and the news being, let me read it one more time, for the overweight participants doing any amount of exercise cut the risk of CVD by 47%. Stop saying just, stop saying only. You can't say I only did five minutes of of stretching today. I only walked a mile. You did five minutes, you walked a mile. It all adds up. And there you have it. All workouts matter. Minutes matter. And by the end of the week, whatever you did, that is your week of exercise. It doesn't have to be done in one stretch. And just so happens that as I record this show, ties in perfectly, but I've been preaching this for how long? My new book called, not surprisingly, The Micro Workout Plan, it's out. So if you believe me, if you believe these studies and you want five-minute workouts and you want the whole philosophy, by the way, it's, it, the book just isn't about, I'm going to pull one out here right now. <laughs> It isn't just about the workouts, although that's super important. It's about my philosophy and the studies and the research. It's all based in science because that's what it has to be, right? So I'm just opening. So you got the five components of fitness, excessive moderation, power of the interval, mixing it up, the most important muscle, the fountain of youth, prehab versus rehab, all that I talk about here on the show is in a book. So if you want to know more, basically, about these podcasts, take it to another level and have it in your hand. Five-minute workouts. And you can, of course, do 10-minute, 15 if you want. You can take three micro-workouts and say, you know what? In the morning, I'm going to do some core. I'm going to do some leg strengthening. And I'm going to do some arms. And then in the evening, you may add or you may not. And then you may do five minutes throughout the day of different things. That is the recipe for success. That's what I've been doing. That's what I've been preaching and and getting my clients to do back when I was a trainer and a coach. And it's what I will be doing for the rest of my life. And you should too. And there you have it. Why micro workouts work. If you go to the gym, that's what you're doing. A bunch of micro workouts, one on top of the other. If you have a home, you have a home gym. If you want to do 60% of your workouts at home and go to the gym a couple times a week, that's awesome. But you don't get in shape by spending three hours, you know, three times a week for an hour at the gym. It's what happens outside that truly matters. 
So there you have it. The micro workout plan. If you're interested, Amazon, all other bookstores, if whatever bookstores are left. And Denise Austin wrote the forward, which was awesome. And if you haven't listened to the podcast I did with her, you should. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. If you could rate the show, I would really appreciate it. If you have already, thank you. Uh, questions, comments, Tom H. Fit is my Instagram and my Twitter. And you can go right to fitnessdisrupted.com. Email me through the site. And if you talk about the show social media, please hashtag uh, Fitness Disrupted. I will see it that way. And please subscribe to the show. If you enjoy this, uh, there will be many more shows based in science, based in common sense. My only goal is to help you have your best life. That is it. There are three things we control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. And that is awesome. I'm Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is Sheep Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.